Hello and welcome to the Soul Seeking Love podcast. My name is Alicia, but you can call me Leash. Join me each week as I go on a journey to answer life's biggest questions and probably ask a few more along the way. Thanks so much for joining. Hi, everyone. It's been a minute. I had to take a content break, which I'm going to explain in this episode, but I needed kind of, I don't don't know, my relationship with social media has been really weird lately. Like, I'm consciously aware of how much scrolling I'm doing, and I'm starting to realize that it's an outlet for me to escape And I'm trying to sit with whatever discomfort I'm feeling instead of escape my reality, which is really hard. (laughs) So I, I take it in small doses and I try to allow myself to have the escape, but then, you know, faster and faster work my way back to reality because we do need breaks sometimes and we do need to decompress and kind of like tune out the noise and do something that isn't always the work and so hard and I don't know um intense all the time but there's like a fine line between an escape with social media and then like causing more anxiety so it it can trigger you and it was triggering me so I deleted it for a while and then I downloaded it back and it just became this mindless scrolling escape and it just goes back and forth between a a trigger and an escape and I just like I don't know. I needed to take some time away from like all content, like podcasts, everything. So I I kind of like totally deleted like everything off my phone, turned off all the notifications, like etc. And I mention all this because it it kind of ties into exactly what I wanted to talk about today, which is a question I'm starting to ask myself now based off of a conversation I had with someone like a friend last week. As we know, And I'm diving right in today. I'm not even like sugarcoating or setting this up. We're just going right in. I'm a talker. I'm an extrovert. And I like to ask people a lot of questions, tell people lots of stories, like, et cetera. Right? This is why I have this podcast. I can talk for hours on end. And I was saying, like, you know, I'm sorry if I'm talking so much. Like, and the TV was on. Like, we were watching something. And I kept talking over it. And I was like, sorry, I know you want to watch this. And they just looked at me and was like, (laughs) <laughs> their response was so it's it sounds out of context like so mean like if you weren't there you would think it was really harsh but it wasn't it was actually really kind and it hit me in such a profound fucking way that I literally wrote it down on my phone they just looked at me and said Alicia you can say whatever you want like be you be yourself say anything talk about whatever you want you know whatever it is doesn't matter I don't have to listen And I just, like, stared at them dumbfounded, and I was like, oh, my God. And they continue. They're like, you know, I'm not being mean or anything. I'm just saying, like, parts of the conversation that I want to contribute to, I will. And anything that I don't want to contribute to, I won't. Like, you don't need to filter yourself based off of what you think I'm thinking. And I have never fucking thought that way before in my life. It hit me like a ton of bricks. Like, not only... Did it make me feel like, oh my God, I don't have to worry about what I'm saying. Like, it's like on some level, yes, but 
in reality, if I do have something I want to say, I don't need to hold back for fear of this person not liking me or liking me. Like I, I should just be myself, but also shouldn't I be more conscious and aware of what I say? Like, do I need to talk all the time? And I know this is like, most of you are like, no, shut the fuck up. But like, honestly, honestly, like how much talking is filling space? How much talking do we do just because we're like uncomfortable or um, we feel like we have to or we want to impress somebody or whatever? And how much of it is because we really have something to say? And that like made me think about that. And then on the other side of it, how much of what we're hearing and being told or things that we're being, um, I guess, what's the word, exposed to, like conversations that either people are, things that people are telling us or conversations around us, like how much of that do we need to respond or react to? Because basically this person was saying, like, I can tune you out. I think they actually said that. They're like, I can tune you out if I want to. Like, I don't need to, to say something to everything that comes out of your mouth. And I was like, holy shit, I've literally never done that. And I don't know if it's because I'm a woman or, like, my conditioning personally. I don't know who's going to resonate with this. But it's like you almost feel guilty not responding to someone when they're talking, you know, especially at, like, work and stuff. You know, if somebody's saying something, it feels rude to ignore them. It almost feels like <sighs> there's an action that needs a reaction, right? Like, somebody says something, you need to say something back. And... You know, how much of that really is true? Like how, like sometimes it's easier to just say, uh-huh, or agree just for the sake of letting them have their peace and be right. And not every argument needs to be made. And this is kind of the conversation that we then got into because um, we were talking about work, specifically their job and how sometimes people, especially in today's climate, right? Like with politics and everything, like people can goad you into arguments real quickly and you know, they're like, I'm very aware of like myself at work and I don't want to get into arguments with people over politics and stuff. And he's, they said like, sometimes, um, people will trigger you and you're responding before you even realize like you're triggered. And then you're, you catch yourself and you're like, Oh shit, I didn't actually want to be part of this conversation. And I was like, I resonated with that. I was like, yeah, I do that all the time. Like I'll just start reacting and then get into an argument, not necessarily at work, but just in general where you're like, I don't really want to have this conversation. And me personally, like we know how curious I am and I'm always asking questions. I sometimes will argue just to hear the other person's point of view. I often don't argue because I literally disagree. It's because I want to know what the other person's thinking. Mr. Big actually taught me that. That's something that he does all the fucking time. He plays stupid and it's easy for him to do because he's extremely aloof and not the sharpest tool in the shed anyway. But especially with politics, he has an opinion and he knows what he believes very, like, confidently. But in a group of people, he'll act dumb, like he doesn't know the issue, so that someone else has to explain it to him and then he can gauge how intelligent they are, which is, like, one of the highest fucking forms of narcissism I've ever experienced. Like, I say this to him all the time. I was like, dude, that is so fucking narcissistic. Like, you just want people to prove themselves to you over and over and over and... You know, he's like, I just want people, I just want to hear how convicted they are, how much they actually know, and how much is really just their their beliefs based off of other people's beliefs. Like, how confident and true people are to themselves. Which is interesting and, and kind of cool, but also super fucked up. Like, 
I more just ask questions and kind of argue to play devil's advocate. And now, because I'm so aware that I do that, I'll say to my friends, like, I hear you, I validate you, I agree with you. Like, I was just on a walk with a friend today, and I said, like, I hear what you're saying, and I'm the same way, and I agree with you. However, devil's advocate, have you looked at this point of view? Have you saw, have you, have you even thought of it in this way? And I find that the conversation is just much more relaxed and comfortable and people are themselves instead of getting into an argument and then being passionate and angry where they're triggered, you're able to open up and just share from a place of like heartfelt truth instead of defensiveness. So yeah, that statement, like just because you're talking doesn't mean I have to listen. Fuck. That's crazy. I, I feel like I consume so much bullshit on a regular basis, not from people necessarily, but even like not from the people that I talk to regularly, like I care about all those people, but I mean like social media and the news and just our environments, like I work retail, so the customers talking like that even they are triggering sometimes but I don't have to hear that I don't have to like react I don't have to listen I can tune it out and just do my job right and that even that's hard like that's a practice and that's something I've been really working on and I've I've been starting to do it with social media because it's a way more passive thing like I don't have to like every picture I don't have to comment just because I disagree with something like I don't I don't even have to follow people just because they follow me or they like me. Like I, if something is not serving me or something doesn't feel good, like I can get rid of it. And sometimes I'll do it as a trial. Like I'll mute people and see if I feel better without their information on my feed. And if they, if I do, then I, I, I leave it or I unfollow them or if I realize like I just needed some space and then I go back, like whatever. Um, I do it a lot mostly with celebrity accounts because I feel like they are getting paid and it's their job to create content, like any content creator, not just celebrities, but like memes and stuff like that. Like any page that is verified that that's literally their job is to put information out there for us. And I don't have to absorb it just because that's their job. Like I don't have to absorb it just because I follow them and I have been doing that for so long, kind of mindlessly, and now I don't want to. Like, if there's something that makes me laugh and makes me feel good, great. But if not, why am I following this person? Like, why am I wasting time for a couple, like, memes a week? Like, it's stupid. So I've been very, I don't know, just taking a different approach to how I consume media. And and that goes the same for music, the radio, like, what I listen to on Spotify, like, everything. Like, I... I have never thought of it in that way, in this way, and it feels kind of like a pretty big uh, revelation. And I wonder if it's just that I feel safe when there's dialogue because silence to me is scary, and that's my trauma. Like, my dad always used to say this phrase, no news is good news. But it's kind of not really true. Like, if you've experienced... Like, part of my trauma is um, I'm abandoned, right? And I there was a period of time where my dad was gone. And we didn't know where he was for, like, a day. And to not know um, or to not be able to contact somebody or to not be able to, like, 
like to not get the text back, to not get the phone call, to not know like they're home safe, like it's so triggering, it's so terrifying. Like your mind can create the worst possible scenarios. So for me, like just having the dialogue and having the conversation to continue to go on, whether it's meaningless or not, or mindless or not, just makes me feel safe. But it's a false sense of security, right? This is what I'm learning now is like in reality, no news is good news because if you, there is bad news, you're going to get it eventually. It's just that that period of time where you're not sure is the worst. But practicing mindfulness and presence and meditation helps you stay in the now and know that right now everything's okay. Until you get the phone call that something's not okay, everything is okay, right? That's how that works. Everything's fine. You know, someone dies and it in the moment you find out they die, everything is changed. But the moments that lead up to it, life is exactly the same. Or at least the moments up until when you find out. You have no knowledge otherwise. But I get stuck in that where I am constantly assuming the worst case scenario because so many times in my life, the worst case scenario did happen. And, you know, I don't know that worrying, worrying about it really doesn't make it any better. But it's a trauma response to fill the silence. So how do we sit with the discomfort and then learn where it comes from and then befriend it or even change and that's kind of where I'm at right now. Like, how how do we learn to not react? How do we learn to just be? And it's something that I, I don't have the answer to, as always. I never do. That's why I ask the questions. But what I've been trying to do is be more present in my body and how I feel. And that includes going for walks. That includes mindfully eating, not eating in front of um, the TV. I've tried to stop doing that. I'm not perfect. Oftentimes it's my phone. It's not even the TV. It's like I'm scrolling or I'm reading emails while I'm eating and I, I try to consciously stop. Because I live in Arizona and it's always gorgeous, I try to eat outside more. That helps me stay more present when I'm eating. So I'm not mindlessly doing something and then I'm not overeating and I can feel my body and notice the signals of hunger. But also notice like just that I'm present, right? I don't have to do th two things at once. Um which feels hard just in a world where we're taught to overachieve. But, yeah, it's like, is this always trauma or is it just because we're taught to be polite? But the person that said this to me is super polite. And I, I'm, I'm wondering now if, like, not responding is sometimes more polite. I always used to think that the polite thing was to respond, even if it was an argument, at least to be like, hey, I acknowledge what you're saying. But sometimes, you know, if you don't agree or you just don't want to have that conversation, it is more polite to not respond because then you're not engaging in a way that feels burdening to you and that person can just have their opinion and you leave them in peace. So that is the most polite and peaceful way to approach it. But I've never thought about it that way because I always thought that ignoring is a form of like indifference or rudeness, but it ignorance can really be bliss, right? Like I sometimes wish that I was ignored instead of responded to because then I would know where I stood, right? It's almost like, like ghosting, right? I, I don't know that I've talked about that on this podcast yet, but when someone ghosts you, they're basically breaking up with you before the relationship even happens. So you know how that's going to end. Like if that's how they're acting before there's any commitment, 
how would they act with a commitment? No better. So it kind of like is almost being polite because you don't have to go through the drama of it. You can just say, you know what? That's it and move on. And for me, it's hard because I want to have the explanation and I would like, I don't know. I think it's a self-sabotaging thing that I do. I'd rather hear someone say, I don't like you than hear nothing. But to be honest, hearing I don't like you is mean. It's just that my ego is so cruel. My own inner dialogue is so mean. No one can be meaner than my own inner dialogue that it, it's a self-sabotaging thing. I, I love hearing that I'm right. Like when someone says I don't like you, in my head, my ego's like, yeah, me neither. I hate myself. But that's what I need to work on. So if I can just accept that things don't always need to be said and that people can just walk away without any explanation, that might actually be the nicer thing. And my ego doesn't need to know the reason. And then I could start to learn how to like myself and love myself on my own terms and engage in the conversations that I want to engage in and have the arguments that are necessary. Not all of them are. Most of them probably aren't, to be honest with you. Like, it is okay to disagree with someone and still respect them. That's possible. I have, there's a plenty of people in my life that I have like that. And it, you know, opinions are only one piece of that person. Like, there's so many other things that make us up as humans that, and as a soul, as a consciousness, as a being, like, it's, like, who we voted for or, like, what TV shows we watch or, you know, how we live our life at home, what types of activities we do, what books we read what we post on social media, we're so much more than all that stuff. And we get caught up in the minutia, the posts that we like or the people that we follow or, you know, who we're friends with and stupid stuff. Like, who cares? Who cares? Engage with what you feel is what's worthy of engagement and let the rest just be. Just let it be. And that is my practice that I have been working on and really struggling with. But I'm really trying. I'm trying to listen and actively listen, but also not. Like, there is power in not listening. There is power in hearing and not reacting or not absorbing and just letting it go. And that's a struggle for me. So I I want you to ask yourself the question, like, do you really need to react? Do you really need to respond? Do you even need to listen? Like, does everything have to have a response? And see and see how you feel, like, when you're scrolling on social media, when you're having conversations. If it does change your relationships or your feelings about yourself. For me, it's about myself, you know? It's always, it's always about my ego and what I'm relating back to me. Oh, if someone disagrees with me, that means I'm wrong. That means I'm bad. That means I suck. And that's not true. It just means they're different. And my own opinions of myself are more important than anyone else's opinions of me. Just like your opinions of yourself are the most important. We all need to live with ourselves first and foremost. And we live, this is the longest relationship we'll ever have. Friends will always come and go. So see if you can consciously have conversations and absorb content, any kind. And let me know if you do, if anything changes. Always feel free to uh, send me a message on Instagram, at soulseekinglove. And I will respond accordingly if I feel so inclined. 
But anyway, I love you guys, and I'll talk soon. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, and I really hope you enjoyed the conversation today. If you did, of course, you know what to do. Subscribe, rate, review, share it with a friend. And of course, I'll see you again next week. Thanks so much and take care.